Hey everyone, how y'all doing today? It's me, Courtney, Courtney with a K, and you are listening to the Daily Drop Podcast. So today is Tuesday, and we're doing Talk About It Tuesday. So today we're just going to talk about anything and everything. So if there's anything you want to talk about in particular that's going on on um, reality TV, entertainment news, anything, go ahead on and send me a tweet at it's me, Courtney. Or you can go ahead and send me an email to the daily drop podcast at gmail.com. And if you're listening to this show after it airs, that's okay. You can still go ahead and tweet me because you're, whatever you want to talk about is something we can probably discuss next week. And don't forget that we do do drop discussions on Friday. And that's when you can send me an actual question about advice or anything for your, going on in your personal life. Same contact information. I'll have all the details in the description for this episode. So, you guys, I've been watching The Bachelorette, okay? So, I just started getting into it, and it's actually pretty good. But how do y'all feel about The Bachelorette catfishing people? I know. Let me, hold on, let me explain. Let me explain, because some people are like, oh, what you mean? What you mean? <laughs> and in case you haven't been watching, let me fill you in so you have a clear understanding of what I'm talking about when I say they're catfish. The reason why I'm saying they're catfish people because they switched the bachelor right in the middle of the season. Yeah, so it's a good thing, you know, it started off and Claire was on there and then she immediately found love like on the first episode. Like it was kind of like a love at first sight, if you will say. As soon as the guy got out of the limo, she was into him. She was all into him. So that's really good for Claire that she connected with Dale the way she did and that Claire and Dale, you know, they hit it off and she already knew she found her husband. But that kind of sucked for the other guys because they all, you know, submitted for the show because they were interested in Claire. And since Claire found love so soon that she was neglecting all the other guys, it wasn't fair for them anyway. So they they decided to bring on Tasha. Now Tasha is a beautiful woman and Claire are beautiful is beautiful as well. So they're two beautiful women. However, they're two different versions of beauty. And you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And some people have a type. Like me personally, I don't, I don't really have a particular type. Like I'm not one that'll be like, oh, I only date dark skin. Or I only date light skin. Or I only date, you know, this race. I don't date outside of my race. That's not me, okay? My, my type is good looking. If you look good and you can make me laugh, you my type. And you and you know and preferably taller than me, but you know that that's not a requirement. But anyways, <laughs> anyways, that's how I am. But for anybody that's a that's a contestant on a bachelorette and they have a type, and Claire was their type, and now they bring in Tasha. You know, I'm feeling this. This kind of sucks for them because, like I said, they're two beautiful women, but two totally different looks, two different shades of beauty. <laughs> I mean, the obvious is the skin complexion. <laughs> but, but, you know, on another note, this is pretty cool. A good time for the Bachelorette to be embracing diversity. This is the second African-American female. So, second Bachelorette. That's a black woman. So, hey, that's kudos to, the, you know, the Bachelorette. They have so many seasons and they've only had two black women. So, but that's, you know, that's amazing. But again, like I said, you know, it kind of sucks with other guys to be catfish because I don't know about you, but I know what that feels like. Like, I've been online before, online dating, and see, you know, at one time I talked to the guy and, you know, he had his pictures. And I'm going off the pictures. 
And I should have known it was something when he couldn't FaceTime me. But I was like, okay, benefit of doubt, benefit of the doubt, you know, maybe, maybe he shattered his screen and that's why he can't FaceTime me. Because I knew he had an iPhone because the messages were in blue. So anybody Apple users, you know, if the message come back in blue, they got an iPhone. And every time I was like, oh, you want to FaceTime? And he's like, oh, I can, da 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 but he still want to talk. So anyways, y'all, I went to meet up with the guy. And he looked nothing like his pictures. But he was who he said he was. He just didn't mention that those pictures was from like 13 years ago. Yeah, and his age was from 13 years ago too. So like on his profile, it said we were the same age. When I went and met up with him, we were not the same age. <laughs> we would not have even been in high school together, okay? If I was a freshman, he wouldn't have even been a senior, even if he was kept back twice. <laughs> we, were, we were two totally different generations. <laughs> so I'm not sure how long he's been online with that profile, but he hadn't updated in a while. <laughs> but I imagine that's how some of them felt like, dang, you know, I thought I was getting this person and I got somebody else. But lucky for them, at least they still got somebody that was beautiful because it could have been worse. Could have been worse. It could have got somebody that wasn't even attractive. So, Tasha is a beautiful woman. And she does seem like a, a nice a nice person from what we know thus far. She's a phlebotomist. And she just seemed like she's very caring, very sweet, and well-rounded. So, it's interesting to see how things will continue to go. So, they're at the point where they're ready to meet the family. And one of the guys, Zach, if he don't become the next Bachelor... I'm like, oh, Zach, oh, my gosh, like, he's all emotional, so he's making me all emotional. I'm like, oh, this is so sweet, oh, my gosh, because Zach got all excited and very, like, moved by the fact that she's going to get to meet his family, and his family is going to get to meet her, and he was just saying how close he is with his parents and how much he valued their input, you know, for her to be able to meet his mother and his father and just bringing her and he was like that means a lot to him because to him that means that they're headed towards marriage because he don't he wouldn't just introduce anybody to his family so if he introduced you to his family that means you're someone of significance so he was excited to know that they're in this phase of their relationship but I, I wanted to open that up to talk about a Tuesday discussion because I really wanted to know how y'all feel about this do you feel like it's like it's better to introduce someone to your family specifically if things are going somewhere or do you feel it's okay to introduce somebody to your family even if you don't know where it's going i kind of see it on both ends on one end i see where zach's coming from where he's like emotional and like okay this this really means something i don't just bring anybody to my family I stand on that end because it's kind of like, for me, my family always talking and they wouldn't, they never stop talking about stuff. So if I bring and introduce somebody to my family, every time they see me, they're going to be like, oh, how's so-and-so doing? So, you know, to a certain extent, I'm like, well, I don't want to bring nobody to my family unless I know this is a sure thing because if it doesn't work out, the last thing I want to do is have to constantly repeat myself and go through that whole questionnaire over and over when they like, oh, how's so-and-so doing? Oh, well, we're not talking anymore. Oh, my gosh, what happened? 
happened? And then I got to explain. And then it really sucks if you're not the one that broke up with the person. Like, if they broke up with you. Like, you know, if you broke up with them, it ain't so big of a deal. You're like, oh, yeah, you know, I just, I, I, it, it, he just wasn't my type. End of story. But then if they left you, it's like, ah, uh, you got to see how you're going to make it sound like it's not so bad. You're like, well, it was a mutual agreement. We just thought it was in our best interest. That's how you know. That's how you know the other person broke up with them when they leave with that. We, none. It's never a we. Somebody led first. <laughs> so if you saying we, you, you, you probably was on the other end. <laughs> and that's almost like posting a picture on social media. You know, if you post a picture on social media as a couple, then it's like all your friends are involved in this relationship and and they know when it's no longer together because all of a sudden you stop posting new photos or all of a sudden they notice you deleted all those pictures with y'all as a couple. And it's like, oh, and soon and then it's like you always got that one detective friend that see it as it happened. And they be like, oh, girl, at this time, did you notice all of a sudden she took all those pictures down? Mm-hmm. Wonder what's happening. Girl, I think we should call her. Then they got to call. I don't know if guys go through this, but girls go through this. They got to call and be like, what happened? I saw you took a picture down. What happened? Like, oh, we're not together. What? Why? And then you got the other friend asking you what happened. But as they're asking you for their input, they're already doing their investigation. So it's like, why are you even asking me? And you already got these answers. Because they already looked them up. They didn't found this new boo. They didn't look her page up and then like, oh, okay, girl. Oh, it was a mutual decision? Mm. Well, he moved on real fast, huh, y'all? Since it was mutual, did you move on too? Because, yeah, he's, you know, I'm seeing him with his new girlfriend. Yeah, they, they just checked in at a nice little Paris steakhouse. Mm, he taking her to nice places, girl. Like, last time I checked when he was with you, y'all was going through drive through takeout, right? Like, uh-huh, benefit of doubt because of COVID, right? <laughs> like, dang. Why are you asking me all these questions? You got the answers. <laughs> so, yes, on one end, I kind of see why people are like, I want to wait until I know where things are going before I bring to my family. But then on the other end, I'm kind of like, well, how long do you wait? Because if you and your family have a really close relationship, imagine investing over a year with a person only and then to finally bring them into your world and you're really close with your family only for that connection not to work it's like then what you're happy with your relationship but you love your family but they're not blending together that's a problem and how do you go forward with that problem because you've already invested so much time so it's it's easier said than done when the heart is involved when you're in love with somebody it's easy to say oh well if you don't like my kids you don't like these people i'm dumping you that's easy to say hard to implement because once you've already invested your feelings it's just not easy to cut that off so it's like how long do you wait if you're really close with your family or if you are a woman with kids, or even a man with kids, like if you have children, it's like you can't get rid of your kids. So this person you dating have to accept you and all of you, and they have to be able to get along with your family and the people that's a part of your everyday. So how long do you wait before bringing them in? And how do you find that medium? Because for me, I feel like it goes both ways. You don't want to introduce them to your world too soon. Because you don't want to introduce them and they hear the day gone tomorrow. But at the same time, like I mentioned, you don't want to 
invest too much only to realize this is not going to work when you're trying to piece the puzzle together. So, <laughs> so yeah, so let me know what y'all take on that. Make sure you like tweet me at it's me, Courtney, or send me an email to the daily drop podcast at gmail.com and let me know how y'all feel about that. How y'all feeling about that? And how, how soon are you inviting somebody over to meet your family or bringing them to dinner or, or at least one person of the family? Like, like, is that, is that a, is that a happy medium right there? Like maybe you can't meet the whole family, but Maybe instead of meeting mom and dad, let's just go ahead and introduce you to mom. Or let's just introduce you to dad. Like, let's just, in- or let's just introduce you to the sibling. Like, let's just introduce you to one person and kind of see how that looks. And then wait for a little bit of while and see where we going before you get to meet everybody else. Like, you know, is that how we're doing the baby steps to like have a happy medium to get a feel if this person could kind of fit in? it's just it's just complicated because then the other thing about introducing them to too many people is you get too many perspectives in your ear and so if you like this person then you introduce them to your family a little too soon then you get some you know some of you like mm, i don't like them why you don't like them something about them and then the other person like yeah you saw what he was wearing and then the person's like yeah i don't like the way he looked at you and then you got the other one well i love them I thought it was amazing. Now you all confused because you're like, damn, they don't like them, but she like them. I like them. I don't know what to do. <laughs> so it's like you kind of have to wait long enough to make sure you are sure in your head. And then, oh, uh, like, why relationships got to be so complicated? <laughs> yeah, but please let me know how soon they are introducing people and bringing them to dinner. So moving along, we'll talk about it Tuesday. Y'all know Tyler Perry, sisters have a lot going on. And since we're talking about relationships, let's just keep it going with the relationships. How y'all feel about the relationship with Danny? So if you haven't been watching Tyler Perry, sisters, let me just go ahead and give you the quick backstory. Danny is one of the cast members on Sisters, and she's an African-American black female. And she's not in a relationship because they haven't actually officially committed, but she is dating a white guy and this is her first time dating somebody dating a white guy and it appears as if this is his first time dating a black woman so they get along really well but they have some culture differences so there was one incident where danny she you know after they were intimate she cuffed him to the bed and she wouldn't she wouldn't unlock him she was like i want you to beg me and, you know, she and they played along and it was like they thought it was, you know, funny. So he flipped it and reversed it on her. He handcuffed her to the bed. And he told her that you going to beg me, gal. So he did what she did to him. But the difference was his vocabulary, his terminology that he used. He called her gal. Now, they call him Rodeo because he always have on a cowboy hat. And so she's like, he's standing over her with this cowboy hat. She's handcuffed to the bed. He calls her gal. And then she's like, for real, Preston, let me go. Let me go. I need to use the restroom. And he gets a pot and hand it, like push it towards her. Not even hand, like push it towards her. 
So she goes ballistic and get really upset because immediately she feels attacked and like this is an act of racism because she's looking at like, oh, you got this cowboy hat, your master, you calling me a gal and I can't even use your restroom. You can't even handle some. You like push a pot towards me. So she's mad and she's upset. He's confused because he's not thinking about none of that. All he's thinking about is like he's just joking. She did it to him. He's doing it to her. He's thinking this supposed to be lighthearted and funny. So then when she goes off and she starts screaming and yelling and stuff, he don't understand where it's coming from. So he just leaves. He just left. So he stopped talking to her for a while. Like he just put some space between it and stopped talking to her. And she was really all in her feelings and hurt about it because she really do like him. So when he ignored it, it was a problem. But she didn't she didn't explain herself well before going too crazy. So she moves on really quick. Like, you know, you know how some people say the best way to get over a man is to get under another one. Well, that's what she did. She went out. And she met this guy that worked at this, um, it was a gay bar that she went to, but it was a straight guy that was working at the gay bar. He came to, he came home with her. She slept with him. And while she was sleeping with him, in walks Preston. He walks in on old dude. He sees a naked man come out her bathroom and she's wrapped up in the sheets with the oops face. So once again, Preston walk out. And she, she like, damn. And she called him, he not answering. So how do y'all feel about this? Do y'all feel like Preston have a reason to be upset to walk in and see the girl that you were involved with, involved with somebody else? When you walked out and you left her, she haven't talked to you. She haven't spoken with you in a week. So she haven't heard nothing from y'all and y'all didn't have a, a committed relationship. So they were not in an official relationship. They just were dating each other. So... Would would you feel like she was wrong for what she did, for moving on so fast? Or do you feel like she was free to do whatever she wanted to do? Because like I said, they weren't in a relationship and she called him, but he wasn't taking her calls. So they haven't been talking. And then furthermore, why are you just popping up like that? Like my pro I think I probably would have switched it. He would have been mad at me and we would have been about seeing somebody else naked. And I would have been like, forget that. Like The bigger picture was, why you just walk up in my apartment? How you just walk up here and don't even call? Like, we ain't talking. We ain't talked to each other in a whole week. And then you just pop up and get mad because you seen somebody here. Like, if you would have told me you was on the way, he would have been gone. <laughs> But then again, I'm not sure that I would have moved on that fast. But how y'all feel about that? Like, you know, would you, would you move on that fast and just continue to live live your life doing what, doing what you want to do since you haven't heard from somebody in a week? Or like, how long do you wait before you feel like you need to continue dating with somebody else? Or do you wait at all? Because like I said, they were not in a relationship. So if you were Danny and you were not in a relationship, would you be just as free and just move on? Or would you give him two weeks to call you back before you be like, okay, let me let me see what else going on. Let me, let me see what else out here. Let me go fishing, <laughs> get another fish. And this, this, one, this one ain't working out. He threw himself back in the sea. Let me go ahead and, you know, put the pole back in the water, catch something else. 
what what y'all doing? And if and men, I I just want to know like if you Preston or ladies, how y'all feel about Preston getting upset? Like, did he have room to be angry because he did see the woman that he was involved with with somebody else at her house? Did he have room to be upset? Or was he in the wrong for just pulling up like that? You ain't talked to her in a whole week. And you just pop up unannounced. And then you pop up and didn't even have no roses. Like, come on now. You just gonna do a little pop up. You supposed to pop up with some flowers. You know, pop up with, with something like a treat or something. Uh, you know, like do something nice about it. Then I, then I would have felt bad for him. Like, oh, he was trying to be romantic. But you just show up empty handed. I ain't heard from you in a week. And you just show up empty-handed. Just showing up and then get mad because you see somebody else here. <laughs> so I got mixed feelings about it all. <laughs> and want to really know what y'all thinking, what y'all would be doing out here. <laughs> so the next thing I want to talk about on Talk About It Tuesday is, have y'all seen the premiere of Real Housewives of Atlanta? So... I'm going to do a full review on The Real Housewives of ATL. And um, so look for that. That's gonna I'm going to post that on Thursday. And I'm going to do a full review on the finale of Real Housewives of Potomac tomorrow. So I'm going to be posting that review tomorrow. And I'm going to record a video for YouTube. So if you want to see me and watch me, you can just tune into my YouTube channel at It's Me Courtney. And I'll have that up there tomorrow for you guys. And I'm probably going to record and do a video for the ATL as well. So you could probably find that. I should have that on YouTube Thursday. So Wednesday, Potomac, Thursday, ATL. <laughs> but on the ATL, Cynthia and Mike, um, they were, um, and I'm sorry, I'll be watching so many shows. I've been getting these names confused. I'm right now having a brain freeze trying to remember. This is his name, Michael Mark. <laughs> Anyways, I think it's Mike, but Cynthia's Cynthia's husband, who at the time of filming was his was her fiance. You know, there's COVID going on, so the wedding planner calls and tell them they could only have fifty guests. Well, the original guest list was a big list. I think it was over two hundred fifty people. Cynthia said, and she wanted all her friends and families. And this is Cynthia's second marriage, and so her husband to be. He's like, well, you know what? Um, it's okay if if our friends and family can't be there. I'm fine with that as long as I have you, and it's just me and you getting married. That's all I care about. I don't care if it's just us, or if it's us in the world. He's like, I just want, I just want you as my soulmate. And she was like, well, that's all nice, but <laughs> yeah, that sounds good, babe, but um. Uh... I want my wedding. <laughs> She's like, forget all that. I want, I want the whole thing. She's like, I want it all. I want my friends there. I want it to be beautiful. She's like, this is a special day for us. She's like, we're going to, she's like, if I can't have my wedding, then we need to postpone this. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're not postponing it. Like, we're not going to push it back. We're going to do this. And, you know, if we can't have all our friends and family, like, am I not enough for you? Like, do you need everybody? I thought it was just about us. And she's like, it is about us, but it's about them too. <laughs> she's like, it's about us, but it's about me. And I want I want my perfect way. She's like, I want everything to be perfect. And I want to know how y'all feel about that. Because I'm, I'm kind of stuck in my head and confused about it. 
Because on one end, I'm team Cynthia. I'm like, okay, Cynthia, I see exactly where you're coming from. I'm like, I, I see where I see exactly where you're coming from. I'm like, okay, I will want my dream wedding too. You know, you know, I would like, I I will want, I will want the full thing. I will want everything to be as I planned it to be. Because you know, almost every woman, especially when you get to the point where you're in a relationship and now you have a fiance, you start fantasizing on what that wedding day is gonna look like. And I will want to have that image fulfilled. But then on the other end, it's kind of like, well, you know, y'all can still get married on the day that you said you was going to get married and you can ha- postpone your ceremony. Like you can still have the the wedding, like, well, not the wedding, but the marriage. You can still have your marriage and just postpone your ceremony when it's safe to do so and you can do it the way you want to do it. That's That's kind of how I feel. And then with this being your second, this is your second wedding. It's your second one. I feel like the first time you get married, you you, you want to go all out. You know, this is time to bring out the, the princess wedding, the Cinderella carriage, all that. You know, you you need it all. But this is your second wedding. It's kind of like, eh, you, you need to do all this again. Like, you did you did this before. And now we got COVID. Like, come on up. Like, <laughs> you, you really need to have it all. So I just want to know how y'all, how, how do y'all feel about that? And I thought... It was just so sweet to hear him say how much he loved her and how nothing else really mattered to him. The only thing that mattered to him was him having her in his life. I thought that was real sweet. I was like, oh, that is so sweet. That's all he care about is them getting married. And I feel like if it was me and they said I could only have 50 people, then I don't know that I would proceed with the wedding because I, if I, if I can't, I, I'm the type of person, if, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. So I can't have step. Like, that's just not my personality. So I just wouldn't have had the ceremony. Like, I think for me, I would have just got married privately, safely, you know, due, due to COVID. And then I would have postponed and had my ceremony probably, like, on my anniversary like, and just extended, like, our anniversary. Like, you know, instead of having, like, an anniversary where it's just us. We can have a honeymoon and stuff where it's just us. And for the anniversary, let's have this big ceremony that we didn't get to do because of COVID. I think that's how I probably would have did it. But let me know how y'all would have did it. Like, how would you have handled it? If you've been, if you keep up with her and follow her on social media, although on the show, you know, this is just the premiere, the, the premiere. So it's just only into episode one. They haven't been married yet, but in real life, they did get married, and the wedding was beautiful. She she had her full guest list. They had the they got married with the face shields on and everything, but it all came together. It all looks sweet from what we know. It doesn't seem like they had a COVID outbreak. I'm assuming it probably required everybody to have their test results, like a negative result, before coming in or something. I'm sure they figured out a way to still do it and do it safely. So but I'm happy for Cynthia that it that it all worked out. But again, I want to go back to that question. Any event that it wasn't gonna work out and they say they cannot do this large wedding right now, what y'all doing? Are you postponing the entire marriage to later? Or would you just get married now and do the ceremony later? How 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 y'all moving with that? Let me know how y'all feel. 
So thank you guys so much for tuning in to Talk About It Tuesday on the Daily Drop Podcast. I'm your host, it's me, Courtney, Courtney with a K. And make sure you tune in tomorrow to hear my review of Real Housewives of Potomac. And you know, there is so much going on on there. And spoiler alert, <laughs> spoiler alert, Candace was in another fight, y'all. So if you haven't watched it, Make sure you go ahead on and watch it. <laughs> and if you're not going to watch it, that's cool. Still listen to the review. I'm going to catch you up on everything. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.